The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. Welcome to episode 200 and something or other of Rare Form Radio. Today is exciting. We have a, a very special guest, but first, I want to say rest in peace to Mr. Uh, Paul Rubens. Oh. Pee Wee Herman passed <gasps> away. Oh, you didn't know? No. Yeah. He, today? Uh, this th- morning? Well, it was announced today. It was today. this morning. He's okay. had can- cancer for a while, and I've known him. Please don't do the name dropping. I won't. But I've, <laughs> I won't. I've known him for a while, and he was a fan of a band I was in here in town, and he'd come to our shows, and... And he sent me a Christmas card and, <gasps> and birthday card every year. I, I'm devastated. Oh, but it happens so threes. It does. Sinead, I was just Paul, I have that. chills. I have chills. Wait a minute. Paul? You might be next, Heidi. And, and who's the third, anyway? We don't know yeah. yet. Exactly. That's watch I'm, yourself. Geez. you got to watch yourself. Oh, my God. Um, so <laughs> Welcome. Pee-wee. This is what we're going to talk about. Just kidding. <laughs> Welcome Pee-wee to our podcast. Pee-wee was a big part oh, of, uh, of my childhood. Um, I was kind of raised on you know, Pee-wee's Playhouse and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. But funny enough. Our guest today was also a part of my childhood. Um, please welcome Lori Fetrick, better known as Ice from American Gladiators. All right. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? I was, just, I was just taking it all in. You remember those? I, like I remember those days. It sounds like Madison Square Garden, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, could you, a little bit, a little bit more. There yeah. we go. There Ladies and gentlemen, Ice. <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, Never gets ha- old. Next year, you just got to have the intro song. There we go. The there we go. <laughs> Next time, when you come back. Um, Laura, I've actually kind of known you for almost 20 years. Um, kind of, sort of, yeah. Not not closely, but yeah. I, I answered phones at a hair salon, <laughs> um, which you can tell, that looks like what I would be doing, Absolutely. is answering phones. yeah. And uh, you had a tanning salon next door, and you were a personal trainer, mm-hmm. and you would come in to the salon all the time. Yep. And uh, thank you very much for coming in. Oh, absolutely! It's it's been a it's been a great ride, and it's funny because I remember the tanning salon, South Beach Tan. Mm-hmm. And um, there we go; it's a little bit better. <laughs> um, do you remember a woman by the name of Cheryl Sexton? Of, of course. I mean, she was one of my the one, a great esthetician. We, we are still to this day best friends. Is she still in Hawaii? And, and no, she came back. She is. She came back. Oh yeah. wow! I loved her. Yeah, she's she was awesome. wonderful. Yeah, everyone in that salon was wonderful. Um, She's going to love hearing her name on the air now. You, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a cool name, too. I know, Cheryl right? Sexton. Sexton. That whole salon and that whole block of all those uh, businesses were wild. Maurice. I want to talk about Maurice oh, for a minute. Oh, God. There's is a he, name from the past. This is the guy who he owned the property, right? Remember he he'd like, walk around? Like, oh, yeah. Dude. Hey, how are you doing how today? How are you today? Yeah. <laughs> is he still around? I think so. I think wow. he's still alive, if that's what you're asking. I think that's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. um, you're here to talk about, well, a few things, but um, on Netflix, there's a new documentary called uh, Muscles and Mayhem, mm-hmm. which is a, a five-episode series on American Gladiators. Who knew? And <laughs> I didn't know it was coming out. It came out about a, about a month ago, I think, right? Yes. A few weeks ago? Yes. And... I was ecstatic because I was—I really was a huge fan as a kid. Yeah. It was all about you and Nitro. Were my those were my favorites. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, how did the doc come about? Um, it was interesting because of the fact I, I think that 
I mean, I kind of put something out there probably about five years ago, and it was called Where Are They Now? Remember when they did those? Of course. Uh-huh. On, on, on MTV. Era, on, yeah. on VH1. VH1. And I wanted yeah. to create that. I was like, oh, let's do a Where Are They Now? Nobody's doing anything. And I put that out on my YouTube channel. It started getting some traction. Then I think that um, basically it's kind of like the creator came around and contacted all of us and said, hey, they're doing a documentary about me. Do you want to be on it? And we were like, about you, yeah. Nobody knows you. We know it's going to be about us. Right. It's not going to be about you. And um, and he and we're like, okay, great. What's it paying? Oh, and there's no pay. And Sounds about like, right. No, That's the way right. things go nowadays. We're like, yeah, no. So I think what happened was at that time that a lot of the gladiators just were like, hmm, <clears throat> I, I don't think so. Let's let's do the sizzle reel though. We'll go ahead and film the sizzle reel, but we're going to sign a contract. And I I I'm the one who rallied him up and said. Do not sign the contract that you can use all this footage. And so I was, it was, it's kind of like we rounded them up, don't sign it, did the sizzle reel. And after we did the sizzle reel, we didn't hear from them for like six months, like crickets. We were like, is this going to happen or not? And in the meantime, that's when Nitro went out and we didn't know this, but Nitro was pitching a documentary to Netflix. And so he came back about around. all of you or about him? No, I think it was. That's funny you say that. I'm sure it was about him in the very beginning. Okay. Okay. You know? Um, and so I think what they did is they, they took the idea and they ran with it and they said, let's do a documentary about the American gladiators. And then he called me and said, Hey, can, can I use your help? Can you be a co-producer and can you rally up the team? And I was like, absolutely. Wow. Let's do it. That's amazing. Have yeah. you guys like a, it's such a cliche question, but have you guys been in touch all these years or is, is there it, pockets? No, of- it's a great question. Everybody asks us. Um, it, it, there's pockets. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's like, I have my group of friends. Like I've always stayed in contact with Dallas. Dallas has been one of my very go-to personal friends. Zap and I, we, you know, we touch base, mm-hmm. laser touch base. You know, nitro, we just kind of touch base. It's such a small club. I mean, it's kind yeah. of hard. You have to kind of. But yet at the same time, now that now that the documentary came out and I'm doing my podcast, it's like we're in communicate. like right before the podcast right now is on the uh, tower calls me, uh-huh. you know, and uh-huh. I'm, he's on the phone with me going, what are we going to do about this promoter and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we should be book- booking for Comic Cons and Expos. I go, oh, hold, hold your horses ask. on this mm-hmm. because it's not it's not anybody's promoter's fault. Right now, I said the documentary dropped at the wrong time. It dropped in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. These Comic Cons and Expos, they book six months to a year in advance. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to get any this year. If we do, it's going to be because of cancellations. Right. And that's about right. it. Okay. So, yeah. So now we're in communication because everybody wants to do, like, you know, personal appearances and what do you got going and who do you got? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. So, has yeah. there been a lot of buzz since the doc came out? <sighs> yes. We're getting our 15 minutes of fame again. Good. It's well deserved. It's, it's an it's really an incredible ride and experience right now because we never knew that we were going to get this to this point right here and now we can be more in the moment mm-hmm. and appreciate it more I guess mm-hmm. you know you I was also think, thinking when when you said that you not you were had the reels or the to not sign off you're so lucky that it was back in the day when you had like you have uh, the rights. Because now people sign off in the beginning and it's all, you're done with it. Like friends well, of mine. Well, kind of happened to you we guys a little bit. We already did that. We, oh. we, unfortunately, with the Gladiators, we can't, we can't do anything with our uniform. We can't do anything mm. that has a Gladiator logo next to us. I was going to ask you, you can't use oh. your own oh, likeness. I didn't know that. Oh, no, I didn't know that. they're like, uh-uh, cease and desist. 
<laughs> so annoying. <laughs> you know, it's like, we're not going to hurt your brand. We're going to enhance your right. brand yes. is what we're going to do. And help yourself a little bit, which you guys right. kind of got screwed yes. back then God, anyway. Please let yes. us do something. Wow. I was you just know? talking to uh, my wife about this, about how in colleges, um, for years, athletes were not allowed to make money off their own jersey jersey sales. No way. So yeah, the colleges. What? So like if you're the, the Heisman Trophy winner, the best quarterback. And, yeah, exactly. Um, the colleges would make millions off your jerseys and you wouldn't see a penny because they, they said it was so some kind unfair. of fucking conflict or some <laughs> it's bullshit. So um, oh, I'm so, you know, like, and you know what I hate though? The biggest word that I hate out there is that it's a conflict. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's bullshit. It's a conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a conflict of, of power. Your interest. Interest. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which is what this strike is all about too, about all the, you know, of the course. executives. The, the one thing about this strike that I feel that I'm behind is when it comes to all the AI stuff. Yeah. I mean, that needs so to be fucked. dealt with because so they're going to yep. be, everybody's going to be screwed. Yeah. Yep. You, like know? You, you could end up going back. They have, they have a new season of Gladiators with your likeness that you Isn't never that participated in. Yeah. And not get paid for it. Mm, yeah. Crazy. It's wild. And and the studios will make millions. And the companies don't understand, oh. like your perspective from doing the show is obviously much different than mine. I was like 10 years old when I got into <laughs> Gladiators. And I was a Are huge. Are you trying to say I'm older than you? <laughs> a little. You're a little older, not much. Hold on. But, I'll after he's done, I'll talk about my time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was a big wrestling fan. Like I, I loved. Um, I still call it WWF. I loved it. And this was like next to that and different enough where it pulled me in as a little boy. And mm -hmm. it was like the games looked so fun. So these companies don't understand that we watched the show for you guys, not because of the games or the contenders or whatever. It was like you guys were, everyone had a specific personality. Everyone had a different skill set, mm -hmm. And uh, they just don't realize that it was about you guys and not not them. I think they do. They don't want to admit it. Sure. And that's that's one thing that obviously on the documentary I talked about. It was like, you know, we, we watched Friends for Ross and Rachel and Monica. We didn't watch it just because of the show. Right, because of the creator or because, yeah, yeah of course. And, and we were fed that and shoved down our throat that you're not the popular ones. It's the show. Right. <laughs> yeah, not really. Right. Yeah, of okay. course. There's no logic behind that. None. Absolutely none. And the show also came out at a perfect time, like pre-internet. I wonder if the show would have mm. had any success nowadays with the internet. Because I, I, like... I wonder. I wonder too, because nowadays we can see in JLo's closet. <laughs> Seriously, think about it. We, yeah. can, we can see in anybody's closet. And yeah. it's, it's kind of like the 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 mystery mm. is, that was it. is taken away from mm. the celebrity. Because remember back in the day, it's like, okay, when I had my tanning salon, mm -hmm. I would have Jessica Simpson come in and the paparazzi oh, would was nuts, yeah. you know, outside the tanning salon. Brittany came in a couple times. The paparazzi was nuts. Now it's like if we, who knows, we 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 wouldn't have any paparazzi. They'd be like, well, I can just get it online. Yeah, you know, I'll just I'll just pull up her YouTube channel or pull up you know her Instagram and and see what's going on. Yeah. So I don't know. What, what were you gonna say? Um, I was gonna say when I told my mom that that you were coming on and she was kind of quiet, quiet on the phone. She's my like, who's that? Oh no, no. <laughs> no. My mom was she. You were her favorite. Oh, wow. But we would walk. I'm. I'm 51. We would watch. Can, can you erase that? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> going to say. <laughs> Reset. I were you saying you were 35? <laughs> yes. And boy, do I f feel it. Um, my So we would wa watch it. Um, her and I would wait. We'd wake up. We'd watch it. And I was telling Dan, it was like the first reality show. For mm -hmm. me, it was. 
to seem like that. Like it was well, like, no, it oh, because we had it all really our, was. yeah, we had all our favorites. But you, I didn't know this. But my mom was like, she was kind of in love with you. So, <laughs> as a ten year old boy, so was I. Though I gotta be honest, yeah, I was too. Yeah, but you were our favorite. Like it was That's just like, so and cool. she was like, oh my god. And you know, I watch it. I I go back and I watch it, obviously. I mean, watching the documentary was, it was, it was interesting because I had that nostalgic feeling like, holy shit, that felt like yesterday. Right. You know, just watching Mm -hmm. that footage. And yet at the same time I go, holy shit, I was huge. (laughs) (laughs) I do. And then it's like, how do I put that muscle back on again? <laughs> yeah, I, right, right. It's like you start going through that process in your head. <laughs> were so you funny. as a young kid? Where, where did you grow up? San Bernardino. And were you all like all like? like I was a tomboy. Like, I was a tomboy. I was I was playing you know with the boys next door. I was playing softball. I was playing back you know whatever it was. Football. There's there's certain terms I can't use nowadays. Yes, you can. Yes. Smear the queer. Yeah. Remember that? Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. We would be playing that. You in the can't yard. play it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. play it anymore. Yeah. Nope. It's kind of sucks. Can't say it anymore. Yeah. Smear the they. Yeah. And you're canceled. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that, people don't. Maybe uh, kids today don't know that that no, was a game go. that we would play. Yeah. yeah. And basically, it was like whoever had the ball, you tackle them. Yes. But for some reason, it's called smear I the wonder queer. I know. I don't. I, that would be a great history. Probably like New York or Boston is my guess. But you know, there was like yeah. Smear the queer. There was red light, green light. That there was, was my favorite. Um, remember suicide? Do you remember the game suicide? No, what was that? I mean, maybe that, I played it. That was a game, game where, like, a, in our school, there was like a big brick wall at recess, and you would throw a tennis ball, and you would try to catch it off the wall. But if you if you bobbled it, you had to run and touch the wall. I don't know why it was called suicide. It was but crazy. so we had suicide, smear the queer, bloody Ghost. murder. I was just talking about that what the other day to my client. Basically, hide and seek, but you but you used your whole neighborhood, and for some oh, reason, yeah. it was bloody, bloody murder. murder. It was so much cooler when we were younger. Oh, right. You know? I mean, think about how we came out. We came out totally fine, totally normal. Yeah. I mean, I, I was in the back of my dad's pickup truck. Yep. You know, he'd just drive down. I yep. didn't even think that he had, a, you know, the, the back uh, gate that came oh, up. Yeah. And we were just, we were kids. We were drinking out of the hose. Yes. <laughs> of course. Yep. You remember that we like caught that metallic flavor oh, yes. in the water. Yes. Oh, yeah. The and even today, I can like sometimes grab the hose if I'm outside doing my yard work and I'll, I'll take a sip and boom, I'm right back being the 10 kids again. kids are like, is this gluten free, this yeah. water? Or yeah, yeah, right. Can I? Yeah. Well, nowadays, it's I don't ridiculous. even want to drink well, it. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> that's, that's good water. It's yeah. But I mean, growing up as kids back in the day was just, I mean, we had the best time. So good. Mm-hmm. And there are kids today, my girlfriend's son, he's 16. He's like, you guys, that was the best. That was the last of the best generation. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree. That's I, amazing that he said that at 16. That's I awesome. Don't, I wouldn't want to grow up in today's day nope. and age. I mean, no, how, do they, how do you date? Everything is online. Yep. I mean, it's just crazy. You said, how do you date? Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's, no. there's uh, um, there, reports coming out now that people are having less sex. Like uh, people having sex is going down and down and down. Oh, uh, yeah. I think just because of people being socially awkward and exactly. just glued to devices. and There's no parties no, anymore. And yeah. the reason he said there's, there's no parties anymore because everybody has a ring doorbell <laughs> video camera. Also they get caught by oh. the parents. Think about that. Oh wow. my God. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. Life sucks now. I know. Right? And also with drugs, not to say I did drugs, but I did drugs. <laughs> yes, and, you did. And I was in a metal band and we would tour and do drugs. Like people would come backstage and do... I would never you do, do so drugs ever. Any, See, I, did anymore. Did you get that? I never did drugs. And I was saying, we're doing drugs backstage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the you time. I mean? The drug, like, I mean, I hate to say it, but go back to the drug scene back then. 
I mean, I was, I was in my, I was 20, I think, because I had a fake ID and I was going out to, there was a, there was the only gay bar I know of called Peanuts in Hollywood. And we would all get together. I know, weird name, random, (laughs) random, right? We would get together and and talk. We would do our cocaine. We'd do our, Mm -hmm. you know, our quaaludes. And it was like, no big deal. Because we weren't so afraid of, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, what's this cut with? Is there fentanyl in this? What's that? What's Mm -hmm. this? Yeah. You know, and even the dirt weed back then. I mean, it was literally dirt weed back then. And now you're like, holy (laughs) crap, what's that? Simpler (laughs) times. Yeah, it was. It was. It's gotten very... um, has it gotten complicated or has it just gotten really fucked up? <laughs> I, I think a little bit of both. Oh. And I try to think like, am I just getting older? Like, I think I've hit that age where I, I cannot relate to the younger generation anymore. Like I realized I'm, I'm the older guy. Yeah. And it's like a weird your music is for you. Your YouTube is for you. I, I don't, I'm not a TikTok. I know you're a TikTok person. You're very t- Look, successful, successful on TikTok. I, I started, oh, tic- really? I started yeah. TikTok. Um, only you did? Congratulations. <laughs> wow. The creator That's of TikTok amazing. is here. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> it's it's funny because um, as a matter of fact, the video they showed in the documentary for the TikTok, I was going through my my inbox and the girl who actually the voiceover who did that TikTok was pissed. Oh really? Oh yeah. She wrote a comment. She was like, "They should have credited me." And it was oh, on the Netflix God. documentary and blah 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 blah. Relax. And a voice actress. And I actually did. I responded to her and I was like, "Hey, I'm really sorry. I ha- I had personally no control. As you know, these people can grab anything from the internet and put it on. And you, by the way, this video that I did of hers was the very first video I had ever done mm-hmm. in TikTok. And when you're doing like the dances and you're doing the voiceovers and you're doing things, you don't credit the person who no, acts. Never. No, never. No. It's a shared thing. That's, it, that's it what is. Social, and that's, social media is. And that's why you put your, your, you know, your voice up there, whatever it may be. You don't credit. So I, I did the little apology and, you know, kind of like, you know, if you I didn't have known, to, but that was I nice. didn't, you know, I just wanted to be the bigger person in that, but. She hasn't responded. I mean. <laughs> Her loss. But, but TikTok is fun. TikTok is fun. I was I was told to start TikTok two years ago or maybe a year and a half ago, something like that, because so many people were making money on it. And I was like, oh, this might be kind of fun. It might be a fun adventure. And I and I it was an ego thing. Let's be real. It, it was because once you start getting one follower, it just starts accumulating. It starts to run. And you're like, hey, this is kind of cool. Yeah, you it know? feels good. Yeah. It does. And so I've got like, what am I up to? I think um, 202,000, I think is what I saw. Maybe more. Is it more? Oh, God, you're so behind the times. I'm at 271,000. <laughs> All right. Wow. Congratulations. That's, that's pretty mega. And then my my Instagram, I kind of blew that off. and But now after the documentary, that started picking up traction. So I started posting more on that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's exhausting. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, when you, th- when you think about it and you go, you know, I had somebody say to me the other day and I was just like, <gasps> I had to take that deep breath because it's like, you need to be posting either every day or every other day on all your social media. So that's TikTok, that's Facebook, that's Instagram. Um, oh, and by the way, you need to do everybody else's podcast and do your own podcast. And by the way, you should be doing at least two to three of your own podcasts per week. <laughs> and, um, you should be working an eight-hour day job. Right. And that's the only one that might make you money at the beginning. Of Are you serious right now? Yeah. Oh, and then I've got to, you know, really try to hone in on getting all these sponsors and I got to send emails. Oh, my God. It's like it's a lot of work. It's a, it's a lot, lot of work. work. What sign are you? I'm an Aries. Oh, I love it. I'm Leo. Here we I go. Love Aries. Here we go. I love Aries. I hate Leos. <gasps> <What? laughs> 
I'm I'm joking. There's We're the, like a good match for friends. Yes, we like, are. Yeah, you're a different Leo too. I could tell. I'm August 16th. There are different Leos. End of that, July's. See what I'm saying? Then you know. So then yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, how, I I know. Get, how do I get out of here? <laughs> he, he loves the stuff. Let's I'm Sagittarius. So what does that mean? You just. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's good, though, because we're all fi- fire signs. You're a fire sign. Yeah. Exactly. Well, okay, cool. All He's right. like, what does awesome. that mean? It's good to be in the know. club, ladies. I, uh, I, I love it. Know. What do you know about Scorpios? Scorpios, uh, Scorpio men. Mm, women. Women, uh, this is the one thing that they always have. Bright eyes. I've noticed that they always have these beautiful, like, sparkly eyes. Are you, see, are you eyes. seeing a Scorpio? Is that why you're no, asking? No, no, okay, no. Okay. My girlfriend's an Aries. Okay. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, God, yeah. Two Aries in one household. Oh, that must be a nightmare. <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> I wonder what your rising signs are, though. I'm Always an Aries trouble. rising, too. Holy I'm Aries crap. rising, too. And I think it's because hers is a different rising sign. But hear what's cool about it. We understand each other. So yeah, like, good. you know, I was, my last girlfriend was a Taurus and we'd buck heads, Oof. bam, bam, we'd argue and argue and argue. And with, with another Aries, she, she does this to me, this is why I love her. I'll be like, la, 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 la. She'll sit and she'll look at me and she goes, are you done? Oh. oh. <laughs> Ooh. And I'll be like, hold on. <laughs> okay, now I'm done. And that makes me smile. Does it pull you, uh, does it like knock no, you out of your. Yeah, that's it does. Awesome. It does. It makes me smile. And I just go, thank you for letting me vent. Thanks mm-hmm. for not. You know, because it's the it's the other signs or the other people that will hit you head on because when you're complaining and bitching or whatever it is, they'll be like, Whoa, and that just gets your fire going and you keep yep. going. But when somebody just doesn't listens to you and mm-hmm. you just and they let you vent, mm-hmm. that's when all, it's different. That's all we need. That's but, it. But Scorpio women, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's I, fine. It's fine. I have, no, as a friend of mine, that's what I was asking. <laughs> okay, okay. I like don't want to say anything bad, but I've I i do not have it. good um a lot of good friends that are Scorpios. That's all I'm going to say. I've never had one. That's why yeah. it's kind of funny. Yeah. I was just asking. Are Scorpios Wait, known to be you? bad people? Libra. Libra. Oh, oh Libra. Yeah. How, oh, how long have you been with your girlfriend for? 13 years. That's amazing. Oh, amazing. Yeah, wow. 13 awesome. years. It's, it's awesome. It's how, been very cool. How'd you meet? Uh, that's a whole nother podcast. Okay. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been with her son. Her son is like your, like he was three, right? Yes, when he was three first? when uh, we got together. Amazing. <laughs> I'm not a kid person. Yeah. Oh, really? Not no. a kid person. Really? Never wanted him. I uh, only wanted one. I only wanted one to see what it looked like. <laughs> that is so honest. I love the honesty of that. There's a TikTok for that too, where you put your face and then it's just well, like, I know. Uh, pretty cute. You can take him away. That's great. <laughs> All right. Now I know. No, actually, here's the thing. I don't even want him as a baby. Can you keep him until he's like three or four? Yeah, let see him there. Dressing him up. Cute. That's, I, I feel the same way. I, I love kids. I love having a niece and nephew, but we agreed from the beginning. We just don't want them just for our own selfish reasons of Thank time you. and I'm money. Very and selfish with my time and my, and my mate. And it's, it's big to and be able to hard. know. Yeah. And it's like, I, every, we get him every summer and every other, and I, and I love him. He's great. But honestly, it's, it's her time and my time that is obviously for three months completely interrupted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not about me and her anymore. It's about her and him. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. so, I mean, I get that. And that's the way exactly how it should be if you have children. They should be the center of your universe and the center of your world. And that's when I knew, just like you, I'm not that person. Yep. Yep. And that's okay. I've come to grips with that. It's okay. okay. And I would be too worried, I think. I'd be worried about something happening or them getting hurt or- or Eh, whatever. (laughs) 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 They're resilient. If something happens, you can make oh, another see, that's one. That's the whole thing. They coddle too much. It's like, I, I watch him. Yeah. I watch him and I've seen him grow up in this in this environment. And it's just like, 
Mm, everybody's every, everybody gets a participation program, you know, trophy. And it's just like, no. Yeah. I love you're, you. You're, yeah. We yeah, talk about this all the yeah. time on the show. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, they've got participation to give, <laughs> give, give them thing. a goal. You so, know, it's either, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're either, if you're not first, you're last. Right. <laughs> Second place is the first loser. <laughs> okay. I, I, come on. Who, who doesn't love that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, God bless I the want 70s a and 80s. Yeah. We really need these. Yeah. Like right. I, you accomplish what you accomplish because you didn't have that attitude. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, exactly. Like you work hard. You try to be better than the person next to you. 100%. And like only one person's going to get this thing or this spot or this trophy yep. or whatever Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. You're yep. either going to be the one getting the job. You're going to be the one getting the, you know, making the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so many things. And that's that's what needs to be taught. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, you did such a good job, yeah. Bobby. Yeah. We know? love fourth place in this house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, give you a time out. <laughs> Well, oh, God, the timeouts don't even get me started geez. on that one. I got hit as a Did kid. You? And Beat I, your child. Yeah. <laughs> I learned way more. That's how you learn that you did something wrong. Yes. By, and I don't mean like, don't abuse your kids, no, but I'm spank not saying, them. I or, say that jokingly. My mom would do it. Her move was she'd grab my hair and pull it really quick to the side. Oh. And, it, and it got my attention. Oh, no. It got my, my attention. I, uh, um, my dad uh, made paddles yep. in the garage. And then as oh. we got older, they put holes in the paddle. And if we hide them. My yeah, mom, that's the, we yeah. would hide the paddle, you know, or they'd grab a spatula. And if they couldn't find the spatula that we hid, you know, it was like go outside and grab a switch. Yeah. Switch. Oh, yeah. You know, and then the last thing was, is that I always loved the move. Remember the move to where the mom had the child by the arm mm-hmm. and you were doing the dance all around. Right? <laughs> yeah. You'd be doing, you'd be doing the, the 360. Yeah, right? You put your hand right there. Exactly. Oh. My stepdad was if you if you move you get two. Oh yeah. So stay oh. still. If you move oh. you get another one. So you go. Yeah, oh, shit. It's, it's like it's nowadays with the whole time out and all that. It just does. I'm sorry, it doesn't work. Yeah. And look you at, know. And look at what it's breeding. Look these, at these kids. Yeah, yeah it's the, terrible. Yep. Um, I mean, there was a a, a quick incident. I'll I, and then I'll dunk. I'll move on to that one. But like when Kai was like five, I think it was. That's was your girlfriend's five. son. Yeah. Okay. When he was five years old. Um, her mom and husband at that time were here visiting and he was an older man, older man. And Kai, all of a sudden he'd, he'd run and jump on him, Mm. you know, and I could, you could see the, the, uh, you know, the, um, the the gentleman kind of like, you know, kind of thing. And we said, Kai, stop doing that. Stop running. And all of a sudden he'd look at us and then April goes, you're going to get a timeout. He literally did this. He turned, he looked at her. Turned back around and just ran and did it anyway. Little fucker. Oh, I, that's when I was like, that kid's ass needs to be beat. <laughs> you know? You're right. So, I guess yeah, you're right. It is what it is. Um, one thing I wanted to say, because you were talking about uh, just, we we're talking about, you know, working hard. And when you used to come into the salon and visit, you always had like this air of confidence when you'd walk in. You'd walk in and say hi to everybody, but you always walked very tall. And in the documentary, there's a part where you're, it comes up about you being uh, uh, gay in the show and how it was sort of frowned upon and you were told to kind of not celebrate that, not mm-hmm. have your girlfriend around. Mm-hmm. And you kind of fought back against it. Did you have that confidence as a kid? Or, and, and where did that come from, this confidence that you have? I think I've always had it as a kid. I don't know, maybe, maybe that's the, the joking part of the Aries, you know. Um, my sister's an Aries too, by the way. I, just, I started thinking about that when I said that. By the way, fun fact: all the girls on the team were Aries. 
Really? Really? All the girls except one was Ooh, on, yeah, on, so on the Gladiator team were all Aries. How weird is that? But anyway. Interesting. Um, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, if you had, if you exuded that oh, kind of oh, oh, confidence yeah, yeah. as a as um, a kid, I think I got that confidence from um, early on playing sports, mm-hmm. and I realized that I was good. I was good at sports. I was good at like softball and tennis. Rack. You put a tennis racket in my hand, I'd be, I was good. So I think that confidence came over time, but um, it was yeah, it's kind of born in me, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, now I was a geek in high school. I was, I was a geek. I was like, awkward. I mean, I saw the photos on the documentary. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe they used that one. <laughs> and it's so funny. They used one in junior high. We were and I all had, dorks. I had, a por- I, I had a t-shirt on that said Porsche on it. I don't know. It said Porsche. And I remember I had to have that shirt. Yeah. When I was in junior high, I was like, I gotta have that shirt. I don't know why. And then I had this kooky, weird little puka necklace on, um, you know? And it's like, I thought I was cool, but then I looked at the photo and went, no, you're a geek. <laughs> you time, know? it's looking back. Of course. Um, I didn't really come into my own and develop to where all of a sudden people, I got attention until I started bodybuilding and started doing mm-hmm. shows and gladiators turned my life around. When did you start bodybuilding? <clears throat> How old was I? I want to say I was uh, 24 And was there a person that you saw? Like what made you decide that that's what you wanted to do? Very easy. I came out of high school and um, I started working. I couldn't go to, I didn't, I tried to go to college. I tried to go to college. I tried to work. I tried to do all these things. I couldn't do them all at the same time. So I wound up literally just working because nobody, my parents didn't take me serious as a student. They were like, oh, she's pretty. She'll get married and somebody will take care of her. That was the mentality back Mm -hmm. then. Nobody told me what to do. Nobody guided me. So I, I tried to do it on my own. It didn't happen. So I just started working and I wound up getting a job in Pasadena at a place called software central. And I started selling software to Hughes aircrafts and stuff like that. Well, the, I was I was doing accounting, and that's when we were doing accounting on ledgers, mm-hmm. like by hand. Old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. exactly. So we were taking invoices in. We'd document them and do all that kind of stuff. Well, the women I work with, and they're, I love these women. They're awesome, but they were very heavy. They're very heavy, very overweight, and it scared the shit out of me, to be honest with you. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, because they sit there all day and yes, no movement. No yeah. movement. And I was you know, I was just like, what am I going to do? I'm young. I'm just coming out of high school. So I started going to a, a Bally's. Mm-hmm. At lunchtime, mm-hmm. oh my God. I think I still have it. Right. I think they're still ta- taking <laughs> they money out of my house. They're probably taking that dollar a year. Out. <laughs> they exactly. don't let you get out. Yeah, <laughs> you take it out. So I, I started Bally's, and then somebody said, "You need to go down to the gym down the down the road down here, and it's called Brignoli's, and it was like more serious for you know at, working out. I didn't even know the word bodybuilding to be honest with you. I didn't even know what it meant. So I walked in, and the front desk was a personal trainer. She goes like, "Oh my God, you have the perfect." genetics, perfect genetics to become a bodybuilder. Great starting point for- Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so she goes, can I train you for a couple months? I'll do it free just to kind of like get you going. And I was like, all right, okay. (laughs) You know, and that's kind of where that started. Wow. Wow. And then it just kind of took off. Yeah. You know, kind of- I remember though on the weekends, on like a Sunday afternoon on TV, there was- all these bodybuilding um, shows on. Do you remember? God, you don't I don't remember, remember that. that. I don't but, even remember that. And they were, and it was all women, and it was amazing. And I would just be like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" Like at the yeah. See, my dad would get the old muscle and fitnesses. Was he a mm-hmm. was he a pretty fit guy as well? He was okay fit, but he w- he was lifting weights in the backyard, mm-hmm. you know, because he'd wow. get the muscle and fitnesses. And then my mom would watch Jack Lalanne. 
Oh, nice. So she was inside watching Jacqueline. My dad was outside lifting weights. So, I mean, it's funny because they're very, there's like no athletics in either side of their family. Right. I, I mean, seriously, I was the only one. But they were really into fitness. My mom would make me, um, oh God, she killed it too. Um, she was into health food and, and like, you know, you're going to eat. She would kill the cookies. She put wheat germ in oh, cookies. And car- carob? I just almost threw up. Yes. Uh. <laughs> yes. Okay, so then she decided, she, she, I think she found the very first protein shake, and it was called Tiger's Milk. Oh, I've heard yeah, of that. This of was the nastiest shit you'd ever like, want to taste. It, <laughs> it had, was like super like. Yeah. It had, yeah. It had like wheat germ, and it had, I mean, it felt like it, the thickness of it was the flaxseed or something. So this is what I would do as a kid, and I, was, I, I must have been super young and really not even thinking about it. I actually would take it and pour it down the back of the couch. You did the right thing. <gasps> On the floor? Behind the couch. <laughs> Lori, you can't do that. I, well, I know now. Lori, you can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't open the screen because they nailed the screenshot. And so I was like, oh, you're going to nail the screenshot? Well, screw this shit. I just pour it down the back Honey, of the couch. Honey, the couch is curdled. The couch is curdled. No, no, here's the thing. It, it wasn't in the couch. It was behind right. the couch on the floor. So oh the, the way God. they found this out is because they were sitting there at nighttime because that was our <laughs> den where we would all watch television. They start smelling this yeah. sour milk. And San Bernardino is hot, too. You did the wrong thing. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the smartest person in the book, but come on. Well, I might have been smarter than drinking it, actually. I think oh, you did that, the right Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It was so disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's kind of where I got my base from. My mom was really in health food, you know, and exercise and fitness. And I think that's where I got it from. It was a very physical, mm-hmm. physical health aware family. 100%. I never got to eat like any kind of sugary, you know, uh, cereals in the morning. It was always oatmeal. It was always, you know, stuff like that. So. Yep. Yeah, I, did I miss out on probably a lot of the stuff? But yes, but I didn't get the, the diabetes like the kids nowadays have right, because, right. I mean, you can go down to the beach and we call it Seal Beach for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you can go down there and these little kids are obese uh-huh. at 10 years old. And you're just like, and you look at the family and they're obese and you think to yourself, you're obese. Why would you want your kid to go through this? It's interesting. And it's and it also feels like mostly this country. Like I travel all over the world for work mm-hmm. and it is this country more than anywhere else. It feels I like. wonder what that is. And so I always say too, like where where is the I have to lose some weight, but where where's the point of where you look in the mirror and you're like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't eat that. Because these people I see, I'll let just, you know when I, I get saw, there. I saw a woman the other day, and I was just, I looked at her and I was like, oh god, I just felt so sorry for her. And she had a, um, she had a walker because she was overweight. Yeah, and her knees were getting weak, yes. most likely. And young. I think there's a there's a pain there's a there's a pain threshold that people hit. Okay, and that's why when I I own my gym in Orlando after the gladiators were over, and I realized that nobody wants to work out, nobody wants to train unless. They're going through a divorce or um, the doctor told them they had to, Hmm. or there was some kind of pain reason that they had to work out. There wasn't like a, I can't wait to work out today. I'm so happy. But see, what happens is, is when you get in and when you get into it, Mm -hmm. then that's when people realize it helps them mentally, emotionally, physically, it does everything for you. But in the very beginning, you don't feel any of those things except the pain and the soreness. And it takes a while to see results and Mm -hmm. results are kind of, I feel like is what keep you going. 100%. And we are in, uh, I want an instant, Mm -hmm. you know, type of society. It's like, if I don't see it tomorrow, then I quit. 
In your training, because how long did you uh, train others for? I, I was doing personal training for, God, years. Okay. Years and years and years. Would you realize that a lot of people that were very overweight, was there um, trauma in their lives? Or was, there, was there some kind of like a, a mental block to them? It was everything. It was. It was It was everything. People would look at food for comfort. People would, you know, it's like... Um, when I get when I get stressed, I stop eating. Mm-hmm. Other oh. people start eating. I've heard about people mm-hmm. like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a unicorn. Tell me more. How do you how do you get that way? Because she it, lives stressed it, all the time. It, it, yeah. it works the way to where my my brain is so preoccupied with stress and my mm-hmm. body is so tense that the hunger is gone. Yeah. Wow. And I have to make myself eat. And this is something that you're going to hate me even more right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to that point to where <laughs> I have to make, I have, I literally, I have genes that I used to never be able to fit into <sighs> that I've kept for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I slid them on the other day and I was like, Ooh, these just slid on a little too easy. And I literally realized that I need to start eating more mm. wow. because like I'll have a protein shake in the morning and maybe I won't eat until three in the afternoon. Mm. And then I'll eat one more time at nighttime. I'm not taking in the calories in order to feed this muscle to hold it. Right. You know, and as I'm getting older, I don't like the way my skin is looking at all whatsoever. I mean, I, if there I was I that- caught myself in the mirror the other day and I was like, <laughs> what is that? Oh yeah. If there was a magic pill of some sort and that's called maybe peptides, I don't know. I'm trying them all, but, um, it's, 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 I actually have to force myself now to take a moment and eat. Yeah. Mm. You know, what's funny is in my head, I'm like, okay, protein shake in the morning. Don't eat till three and then just have one more meal. Got it. Oh, and also dedicate the last 30 or 40 years of your life to this uh, yeah. lifestyle. And, and I was just going to say, that's the other thing I tell yeah. people that are young. I go start now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because I have a friend that just said you inspired me to, to lose the weight that I gained because I was in a breakup um, about a year and a half ago and I gained like, you know, I don't know, maybe 25, 30 pounds. And she showed me photos of what she looked like. I was like, holy shit, you're a cute little dyke girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it made me me feel good that I inspired her to actually go back in the gym and lose the weight. But I told her, I said, and she's 28. And I said, do it now. Mm. I said, if you don't do it now, Every year that goes by is going to get harder and harder and harder to lose that weight. Yeah, I was. A, you're nodding like, your head. And think yes. of all the years you've you've had it. So you can't just go in in a month that's going to be gone. Well, see, that's the other thing that I try to explain to people. You're not going to. I mean, again, that's the best fitness advice you could give somebody is, look, it, this is going to take time. So just please be patient mm-hmm. with yourself. Yeah. It's the consistency. It's mm-hmm. the dedication. It's the. This is now lifestyle, and you don't have to starve. Right. That's no. the misconception. I wish I knew now what I didn't. I mean, yeah. I wish I knew well, back important. then what I knew yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it, it is. And it's. Do you remember Susan Powers? Of course. Mm-hmm. I have. I have an old um, book of hers. Susan Powers. I remember she came out and her hair was all people were like, white what and is she? Spiky. It's crazy. She's crazy. She was like, oh, fuck you all. Love her. You gotta do this. She was the best. She was brilliant. Susan she's Powers. Still no, I don't think so. Is it? it Did she it's, pass away? No, not. not she's, she's, she's still around. Like, yeah. She's just not relevant really yeah. anymore. It, yeah. It's got to be Susan Powers. Look at. I'm looking. Okay, yeah. but she had something that made so much sense, and she explained it to people. This woman. Let me see. Is that is that any of those her? No, she had okay. short, short, spiky okay. blonde hair. Okay. She was yeah. awesome. I'll do. Okay. Anyway, maybe go ahead. She, anyway, but she. she, she powers, she, right? Maybe was that it? was it. She she had a message that said, and she uh, made it simple, and that was. Feed your fire all day long, small meals, which will burn body fat. 
the more you stop eating, the more your body's going to hold on to the fat because it thinks it's starving. Right. Our bodies are smart. Mm -hmm. So if you just do little small meals every three to four hours, you're going to lose weight because it, it takes that much, right. you know, to burn that yeah. body fat. And it was the most brilliant, you know, information that she could get out there into the world. Mm -hmm. She was ahead of her time. Yep. But that's how we ate in bodybuilding to lose all the body fat to compete. Like yeah, what, you what eat is, all the time, right? Yes. You were, yeah. You're eating. Well, you, you plan it out, but you eat every four hours. Mm -hmm. And what is a small meal? A small meal is like protein that fits in the, we're going to go back old school. That's old school. Fits in, your, in the palm of your hand. Okay. Everything that fits in the palm of your hand, which means chicken protein, breast or something, or a full chicken breast, um, a little a thing of rice, maybe one potato, vegetables. You can eat as much as you want. That's a whole different story. Okay, but um, the way we eat in America is insane. Mm -hmm. You know the pile of food that they bring you into the restaurant. It's like your stomach's only this big, for right. God's sake. Right. Right. <laughs> but we, as Americans, we just we embellish in everything. My so. diet is horrendous. I have a, I have a one ice blended. I start my day with an ice blended. Then I have a chocolate chip cookie. Okay. Then I eat. I drink Monster all day. <sighs> and then I have dinner, which is usually like tacos or some kind of Mexican. And then I eat. Cheez Its and ice cream sandwiches. Have you checked your cholesterol lately? Yeah, it's good. It's fine. See, I hate you. What's wrong with that? This is the thing. I'm like, I'll get off your ass if you come back with clean blood work. A motherfucker comes back with clean blood work. Yeah, all see, look at me. Time. Okay, hold on. Look at me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My cholesterol is kind of high. Yeah. yeah. Stop. I it's know. It's all hereditary, like, right? It, well, and my doctor kept going, oh, it's, it's hereditary. And I, I kind of called bullshit on that, yeah. you know, because my good cholesterol is high. My bad cholesterol was, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. So I was like in the 203 or 204 range. I should oh, be wow. below 200. Yeah. But it was even high in the 204 range just because my good cholesterol was high. Well, it got up to 240 once. And that's why I was like, whoa, hold on mm -hmm. a second. She goes, this is hereditary. And I go, no, I know what I need to do. And at that time I went, okay, I'm going to start training again. Cause I had slept off. I get tired of it. So I started training again, but then I cut my sugar out. Mm, oh, I, I wish I, I could do it. Trust me by cutting my sugar out and so exercising more. I literally dropped 30 points in my cholesterol in three months. Stop. And she told me, you can't do that. And I go, watch me. Mm. No sugar at all. No sugar. None. Are you still no sugar? Though. Um, I try, I mean, you, you, you try to not have it, but every now and then, you I mean, there's do, sugar yeah. in like my almond milk, you know, there's, there's sugar in different things. There's sugar in ketchup, there's sugar in ranch. But I'm talking sugar. like delicious I, okay, desserts. At nighttime, we talked a little bit about cannabis earlier at nighttime. I do kind of take a few little cannabis hits here and there, which makes me go, where's the chocolate? It's, <laughs> it's amazing how that works. Now, you, you were saying earlier that like you, you grow, you grow cannabis now. Yeah, I work. Um, I work for a, a company that we have a couple small grows, mm -hmm. and so I. Interesting enough, I geek out on it. I love it, mm -hmm. and it just so happened that it happened because I made. I, I want to say a bad investment, but the bad investment actually turned out good for me. Okay. In the long run, I invested into a cannabis cultivation in San Bernardino. Okay. And they had eight investors and they raised like eight or $900,000. Wow. Now, here was a stupid thing on their side of it. It was the actual master growers of the whole thing. Their very first run ever, they come back and go, and I was in Hawaii and I got this phone call. Um, yeah, all the cannabis was stolen because the security guard fell asleep. I was oh like, what? My God. First of all, the security guard does not fall asleep. That sounds like Jeff. 
That sounds like an Jeffrey inside Ep- job. Uh, yeah. it's, it's it sounds like the Epstein totally, thing. Right. <laughs> it's totally an inside job. And so they were just stupid and they were greedy and they, they, they staged it. And so what we did is we got rid of them. And as investors, we had to learn everything there was about the business. We had to learn to grow. We had to learn to sell. We had to learn to trim. We had to save awesome. our, literally to save our investment. Yeah. I invested, each one of us invested anywhere from 90 to $100,000. Mm-hmm. I was not going to let that go easily. No, that's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And so by learning all that, I actually literally got hired and started my own little, you know, little cultivations out there. And it's been phenomenal. And yeah. so now, now what's happening is now that I'm having another maybe 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> <laughs> well deserved. Yep. That I'm going to try to capitalize on is. Now is the time to where I am trying to do collaborations with some cannabis companies. Oh, cool. You know, to where I have my own brand. And there's a couple brands that we're playing off of, mm-hmm. and that's OG Ice. And the last one we came up with last night that Amazing. I loved was something called Icicles. Ooh. Oh. I yeah. love it. And yeah. what, what kind what kind of weed do you like? What's your... I'm an indica girl. Okay. Okay. So the reason we came up with that, and I'm going to share this with you. And yes, nobody, and, and I'm sorry our viewers can't see this right now. But I took a photo of something last night and I was explaining it to Kai, yep. you know, 16, of what this was. But I was trying to explain what that frostiness was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we were looking at the, at the photos of the frostiness on, on the buds and we came up and, and April goes, oh my God, it looks like icicles. Wow. It's one of those moments. What, That's a light bulb right there. What is that there. though? Like, what is what is the white stuff on They're there? called trichomes, is what they trichomes. are, and it's on the outside. And I, w- what I want to know is, we were laughing and talking about it. Is everything that's grown in the earth, there's a reason for how it's grown. Like some things have spiky things on it and it's to protect them from something, mm-hmm. you know. Or so I'm like, what are the, what are these little trichome looking things? If you look at them in a magnifying glass. They're clear <coughs> and they have like a stem on them, and the very top of it is a little bulb, and it looks like um, it looks like a mushroom. Mm. Wow. And you could tell when the bud is done by the color of this. It could either it goes clear, cloudy, and amber. Wow! You can see it with the naked eye. I uh, know you got to take a okay. back and find okay. glass. Wow. So cool. But my point is, is it's and when you touch them, they're sticky. Mm. You know, so <gasps> I'm like, what was Mother Nature's mm-hmm. purpose? Mm-hmm. Of making these fascinating, all, yes, so yeah. cool. the and science it, of and it, and it's just the science, and I'm just I geek out on that. Mm-hmm. I amazing. really do, and it's and the cannabis industry <coughs> for me right now, and where the collaborations are coming from, is it's not necessarily the let's sit around and get stoned like we were in high school. It's not that anymore. It's about the medicine of it. There's a purpose. It, there's yeah. a purpose, and like the creams and you know things like that that have the THC and the CBD. And I had to get very educated and I think that's what I wanna do is I wanna take my platform right now and let me educate. No, it's not about getting stoned. And when people go, oh, I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed that you're smoking now. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not now. Yeah. I imagine like uh, with with, uh, with working out so much and the injuries that you sustain, you must know the, the properties of CBD and how helpful it could be. It's that's it's my crazy. point. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, and I and I hope enough people listen to this because I had to be educated on this as well. The CBD, the straight CBD, did not touch my injuries. Like I've got my neck is just like tight every single morning and night and everything. Is that from the show or just from working out? No, that's from the show and hitting and slamming the ground. And it's like my lower back and shit. So it's like straight CBD does not do anything for me. 
So I was like, <laughs> but when they started putting the THC mm-hmm. in it, and actually, if if the THC is not in a CBD, I'm sorry, people, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Oh, so it, it, ha- work. it activates it or something? Absolutely, it activates it. It's I don't not think I knew that. But here's the thing. That. Mm-hmm. Any kind of lotions or anything, bath bombs, anything you put on your skin, anything you, you will absolutely not get high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only way that you can get high from THC is either edibles or you smoke it. Period. I've been trying huh. to get high on bath bombs for a long time. It is that's not salt. working. That's but what it that's right. will that's right. do, yeah. what it will do is um, I have a lotion that I'm sampling because it's going to be one of my brands. It's it's a straight THC, 500 milligrams in a, in a, in a nice little beautiful um, lotion. I rub it on my neck and it just relaxes it. Oh, I need several so, of those for my mom, my dad, and myself. Absolutely. <laughs> that's absolutely. Like today. Like, yeah. we will yeah. invest in yeah. your company. Yeah, yeah. 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 and Seriously. that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, so that's where people need to be educated because there are so many injuries out there and people are taking the opioids and the Vicodins and the Percocets. It's such a problem. You know, that, that's the painkillers that we all get addicted to. Mm-hmm. And think about why. Because they feel the, so good. No, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to say. Do you have say, any? But... Anyone have some? Yeah. <laughs> but think about why the pharmaceutical companies kind of like went, oh, no, cannabis? Absolutely not. Oh, this, is, this is something that we can't make money on. It really works, yeah. So therefore, we're going to make it illegal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still true. I, I honestly, there's a part of me that doesn't really want it to go federal, though. Because of the fact they will ruin it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will absolutely ruin it if it goes federal because they will do anything and everything in their power just to make more and more money. Mm-hmm. So most likely, let's put it this way, if it goes federal and all of a sudden people go, oh, you can buy a joint in a liquor store. It's not going to be cannabis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right? not going to be gonna, what we like no. now. No, it's going to be a synthetic form yep. filled with other all kinds of crap. Yep. yep. So Maybe like the melatonin pills now, which are a joke. Is that Mel- true? Melatonin, yeah. They barely even have any... They're like so varying because they're all, it's like a regulated, it's like down. everyone's doing them now. So it's Well, like, it's kind oh. of been that way throughout the industry and the supplement industry mm-hmm. as well, by the way. It's like all the vitamins too, all the yeah, vitamin all industry. Shit. I mean, this is like, these are not conspiracies. These are true facts that people just don't know about. Yep. The government kind of ruins everything. Don't they really <laughs> yeah. fuck it all up? I think we know that. We know <laughs> that one. Just put words on packaging and people yeah. will buy them. Yeah. And people are stupid over they do. <laughs> very, very stupid. Yes. Um, you just mentioned your injuries from the show. Um, I don't, I don't understand how you guys did that physically. Uh, you would do four shows in a, in a week or four shows in a day. We would do two shows in a day. Two shows a day. Two shows a day for an entire month. And so it was, (sighs) we'd cram 21 (laughs) shows in one month. The one that always blew me away is like when, when you guys were hanging on the contender and you would fall down onto the mat and they would land. Oh, hang tough. Yes. How do you not like break hips or ribs when you're having these full-grown people land on top of because you. those mats were so soft it was like jumping. it really did do yeah, the, okay. it really did that there's no doubt those were called crash mats for a reason so you didn't really feel the impact of no, the person the, smashing you the only time there were a few times that if you unfortunately landed wrong like electra she landed wrong her knee came up and slammed her her own knee into her nose oh i did that on a trampoline oh. once <laughs> oh, there you have it and it yeah. fucked me up there you go <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, it just, you know, the crash mats really did work. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, the bigger the bigger injuries came from human cannibal. Okay. Yeah, that, I, I get oh. that. I get that. Were there, were there ever any really bad injuries that we never saw as an audience that were like edited out or never aired? Oh, I'm sure. Um, no, because uh, no, I, I'm going to take that back. They showed them all. 
Okay. Like when our our original show, when there was an injury and there was an ACL that was torn or somebody got their nose or whatever it was in Powerball, they showed it. That's That was the reality of the yep. show. But when they came back in 208 and mm-hmm. NBC, there was a part where like, okay, there was a prime example in the joust, Gina Carano. She hit somebody and the joust stick broke. Oh, that would have been that would have been that would have had great TV because she's an MMA and it's like oh my god the force of her hit yeah Boom. you know what they did though they stopped they cut they edited Reset. they gave her no. a new joustic and did it again Come they on. never showed it <laughs> yeah so that's what I'm saying it's like they overproduced the show right so right. our show no they showed they pretty much showed everything okay. Mm-hmm. And were you ever uh, intimidated by any of the contenders? Oh, absolutely. There really? Was, there was two of them. There was Wendy Brown and Peggy Odita. And Wendy's, wow. Wendy's, Wendy's in the documentary, right? She, I, Peggy is. That's Peggy. I thought I, Wendy I think was in Wendy there. might have been there, yeah, too. Yeah, she's I think in they there. they showed her uh, in the Conquer Ring with Zap or something. Okay, yeah. yeah. But these two girls, both of them, 5'9", 180, 185. Ooh. Come on. Yeah, It's like, you just, you just look at them and go... <sighs> <laughs> Did you have a good rapport with the ones that you were intimidated by? Like, would you? Yeah, I mean, we I, there was we did everything in our power, one hundred percent, to kick their ass. But sure. sometimes they were just they were bigger, they were stronger. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, Peggy could pull me out of like the conquer ring like that. You know, it's just like <laughs> you got. And we went to the producers at the, at, at after that. We were like. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> you can't have these people anymore. It's kind of embarrassing us. Right, exactly. Get them out of here. Right. I really want to encourage everyone to watch a documentary. It's on Netflix. It's called uh, Muscles and Mayhem. But there's so much behind the scenes stuff like that of, mm. of, of you guys being concerned about these contenders are bigger than we are. Like that's not the point. You know, that's, yeah, that's exactly. the whole point is yeah. the, the every man taking on the gladiators. Right, right. Um, I want to ask you too. Um, I tour with rock bands for a living, so that must be fun. That's great. It's it's wonderful. But what, 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 tell me what you do with the rock bands. I'm a guitar tech, so I'm a roadie. So I uh, change guitar strings and set up amplifiers and tell guys that their hair looks nice. And how was that? I mean, was it? Is it? It's is been it a great. Fun gig? I've been is doing it, it for like, 17, 18 years. Is it exhausting though? At times, the travel okay. is. I mean, you you went on tour, like you I know, the, the travel is tough. Asking you, like, and the travel's tough. Our tour manager was was could still be don't know Bruce uh, Bruce Springsteen's Matt's tour. Oh, manager. amazing! Oh, wow. Yeah. So he knew what he was doing. Yes. So do you guys only do that one tour? We only did that one tour. So <laughs> <It's> enough. Watching, <laughs> watching. You, you were most of the videographer, right? Uh, was all that footage? All mostly that footage yours? was mine. Yeah. And I was, you have I was how many the, hours of footage oh, do you have? God, I don't. I have two. I'm going to date myself, right? Two DVDs full of footage. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to start putting it on my YouTube channel. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, cool. I can't wait to see that. Like 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> Beautiful. That's awesome. But if you watch the, the documentary, there's a bunch of stuff of you guys on the tour bus, which to me, that is where, that's the most fun part of touring is the camaraderie of the people that you're with. Is it that way with rock stars too, or was it just us that were crazy? I mean, no, it's rock stars too. Okay. I mean, I mean that they're they're known for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they would be very proud of you guys. I Good. think. Good. Yeah. Um, but it's more about for me. It's the camaraderie of the people that you're with, and you're all when you're on tour, you're in a traveling circus. You're yes. You're not you're not in the real world. Mm-mm. You're and back then you no cell phones. Um, you may have had calling cards or just Mm-mm. call collector. No. Not even. Yeah, okay. No, but that, oh my God, you just dated me. Call, call, no, me too. No, no, no. I call collect too. No, yeah. the funny thing is, is that when I toured in my band, we didn't Mom. have, no, but we, <laughs> we, we had, it was an AT&T number. 
and you'd go to the payphone and we'd be on tour and you would just know that 10 digit thing and you would add money onto it. Oh you, yeah. You, That's kind of what's, that? it's like a digital calling card yeah. sort of. Right. But there were no cell phones. Yeah. Um, think about that. And, we, and like, we talked about that a little bit on the documentary and we always wonder like, God, did we want cell phones on the tour? Did no. We, yeah. yeah no. I, I'm the, I don't know why nobody else grabbed a camcorder though. I was literally the only one that showed up with a camcorder. So mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so I smart. wouldn't, I didn't even, I didn't think about it being smart. Right. I was just like, I'm going to videotape this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And how or like I, a Polaroid camera or the pictures. Something. And, yeah. something. and yeah. how was, how was the touring experience for you? Um. <laughs> and how many girls did you pull on tour? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because you must have cleaned the fuck up out there. Because you, you you have back to that confidence. Oh I feel God. like at will you can oh grab whatever God. you wanted. God. Yeah, let's get into it. All right, let's get into it. Um, I mean, you're I'm like, so really? gorgeous, <laughs> and your personality, and you're an Aries, and, just and you're a, a superstar. Man. At the time, yeah, you're a superstar. It must have been I mean, easy. Before I answer that, how yeah. many how how many people is your audience? That's zero. No one's listening. <laughs> We can get fully nude. Okay, everyone fully nude. <laughs> um, the touring experience for me was an absolute like blast. Yeah, I had so much fun, and you're right. I was, I was, I was at the height. I was 28, 29, 30. I don't know, oh, somewhere shit. right in that area. My sex drive was here. Yeah. My body was here, and. You're absolutely right. I had anything I wanted in front of wow. me. Yeah. And I I literally had fun doing it. And my best friend goes, does everybody know what a whore you are? <laughs> <laughs> and I have to argue. I was like, you know, that, that word whore just doesn't it's, sound good. I was going to say, but, liking but sex guy, does not make yeah, you a whore. Yeah, if you were a guy, be up, it'd be like, oh, yeah, I'd be job. a stud. I'd uh-huh. be a stud yep. if I were a guy. Yep. You know, but if you're a girl and you sleep around, you're a whore. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, but the guys are like, you're a stud. Dude. There's a yeah. really great uh, part in the documentary about a particular story of you um, taking it. Can you tell that story when you <laughs> met the so girl, good. please? Okay, so when we, when, <laughs> and you know it's, this. It's you, so wonderful. But, but you know this when you go out on tour. Yeah. Okay, so you, you have that, that audience that you really My wife's here. See. I have no idea what you're speaking but of. But what I'm no, trying kidding. to say is <laughs> from the stage out, you can see usually 10 rows, mm-hmm. at least 10 rows. Mm-hmm. So whoever's in that top 10 row and, and the lights hit everybody else, so they kind of go out in the, and it's dark. So it just so happens whoever's in that first 10 rows around the audience, you can see them. Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't know, there's something about me and that is if I meet a girl and I met you and you had a little bit of bisexual tendencies and you just looked at me a certain way and I found you hot, it's on. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. It's on. Yeah. It's like, okay. So that's where it's kind of like we had fun. So there was this one area and this one, uh, there was this girl, she was just, she was so amazingly beautiful. She was so hot. And all the guys were like, hey, you see all that? See that? You see that? She <laughs> flirted with me, you know, and I got that and I felt that and I saw it. And I was like, all right, I just let the guys do their thing. You let know? them be guys. Let them be I'm gonna get, guys. I'm going to tear her up, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, let them be guys. <laughs> oh my God. And it's so funny because I, and, and again, it's like, I, we, after the show, we were staying in that, we were staying there in the city. So sometimes we stayed in the city and sometimes we didn't, as you know. So either we packed up the tour and we went to the next city and that's, you're done for the evening. No matter who you saw, no matter what you're flirting with, you were done for the evening because we're going like, you know, 50 miles down the road. Um, But this one, we stayed in the city. So we knew we had the night. And so (laughs) after the show, we got together, we had drinks, we had fun. 
And the guys were all waiting to hook up with her and everything. And I, I kind of knew this, you know, and, and just like a rock band, it's like in the, at the end of the day, in the morning, we all met in the lobby and everybody was waiting to get on the tour bus. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun because they're all drooling over you. And I remember looking at her and I go, um, do you mind if we wait five or 10 minutes and you walk down the lobby with me? <laughs> Do you care? Because, and I told her the story about the guys all making bets. She's like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah. And so she was a team player. Amazing. And so, yeah, we came down the elevator and walked through. All the guys were just, their draw, their job is dropped. That must have felt good. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. She's fucking gay. <laughs> That's right, you Neanderthals. That's great. So, I mean, we, I just, I really, I did. I had a really, really good time on the tour. And I don't regret one second of it. Nor should you. You know, and it, it was, I think more sad is my, my brain sometimes works like a guy. And I think that's why a lot of guys like hanging out with me there because it's like one and done kind of thing. They're like, well, girls aren't supposed to be like that. You're supposed to clean and latch on. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Fuck the rules. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, I forgot where I was going with this. But anyway. We're talking more about you pulling in so much ass on tour. Than <laughs> oh, my God. You know what to do with it. More about that, please. Oh, my God. It, and, and it's interesting because even now, even now, okay, this is this is interesting and fun all at the same time. Even now that the documentary hit, and now we're on social media because I can only imagine what it would have been like back then. Oof. But now it's like I'm getting, like, all these messages, and I'm literally getting pictures of girls going like this. Hey. Uh. They'll take a picture, a selfie of themselves, and send them to me. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like... Wow, this is kind of cool, yeah. and this is kind of fun, and and it, and it, it it does hit your ego. Come on, of course, I mean, of right. course, it's validating. It's like, it it yeah. is, and it's like it's been so many years that this has happened for me. I'm just smiling. Yeah. I'm just smiling, and I'm taking it all in. And my girlfriend's super cool about it. I share them with yeah. her, and it's I go, a compliment. Check I'm like, check this one out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yes. That's a good relationship. Yeah, and we're very secure with one another. So it actually. It's we laugh about it and it's fun and I'm not laughing at the girls. I'm just like, oh, my God, some of them are really, really bold, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, and mm -hmm. it just kind of blows my mind. And then other That's guys awesome. are sending me photos going not photos, but they'll send me things going, oh, man, I just heard you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anybody I can send my dick pic to? Because I know you don't care. Oh. Just for fun here. Exactly. <laughs> and I just laugh. You know? So back, back then, when, when did the public, the public didn't know that you were you, you were gay, right? Um, not really, okay. no, because I mean, my, my group of friends knew the gladiators knew they were super supportive. They were really nice. And the ones that weren't really super supportive were the producers sure. and, you know, those kind of people to where they were like, it could affect the show. Right. Or exactly. Oh, it might, you know, might put a bad light on the show. Who knows? Oh you know, God. but who um, you are as a person might yeah, affect the show. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, but then again, it's. But what, it's all about what's the show. His name it's all had about the pe right. penises on the thing. What was his oh, the name? Oh, oh, Bob Levy. <laughs> yeah. Bob Levy. That's all cool. You know what's so funny is he's so harmless too, and he's just a big pervert. Yeah, he's open, yeah, open he's about it. Openly yeah. big it's pervert. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. I thought I'd laugh my ass off. The documentary was great. He came I off great. So, hard, yeah. so how would how would it go when when men would hit on you on tour or during that time? Well, see the realization when you're like, I'm well, not. Well, no. Interested. Here's the thing. I mean, a lot of people don't know this as well. I'm not. A hundred percent gay. Yeah. Oh. See? There you go. Oh. That was it right oh. there. That was the response that I gave really? everyone. Oh. So but you're, you're saying, very picky. Right. So you're so saying you're, there's a chance. So you're saying I got a chance. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. 
So really, the whole world was open to you. When, Absolutely. Oh my Absolutely. God, lucky you. I mean, I, I dated guys all through high school, um, even in my 20s. I love men. Yep. I do. And I'll throw it out there. I love having sex with men. Mm-hmm. I Same. I mean, <laughs> I don't connect with you guys mentally. Mm-hmm. Is what it really comes we're down dumb. to. We're kind of dumb. Well, not you're not dumb. Well, you're we just are. so simple that it's like. <laughs> It's, that's kind of dumb. It's, it's true. like, okay, I, I asked a guy that I was dating, I go, what are your thoughts of the day? Oh, that's easy. What am I going to, what, what I'm going to eat for the day, who I'm going to sleep with and when I'm going to train. That's yeah, it. That's... Oh, and how much money I'm going to make in personal training. Right. Oh, okay. It's a simple wow. life. It's super. And I wish sometimes I was that simple. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, and I mean, my wife and I talk about it all the time. Like, um, she is, you know. Uh, so many deeper thoughts than I have and, and deals with more turmoil than me. And I'm just like, everything's pretty good. But here's the funny thing. I, there are so many women that I've been with that I go, Oh my God, I'm just going to go back to guys. It's so much easier. I don't have to think about this. It's That's not about so what are you thinking? What are you feeling? <laughs> it's like, I get to that point where, Oh my God, shut up. Interesting. You know, I'm, I'm nope, like that funny. sometimes, you know, I want to be heard, Yeah. you know, and I'll listen to mm-hmm. you. But there are certain women out there that are super needy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and the more needy they are, the more clingy they are, the more I just go, ah. So you're not mm-hmm. that, you're not that person. I'm not mm-hmm. that person. Are you a good all. listener? I'm a very good listener. Okay. Yeah. I'm a very good listener. I'm a very good supporter. Um, I'm a caretaker. Mm-hmm. I've always been the breadwinner in whatever relationship I'm in. Mm-hmm. And um, it gets tiring once in a while, I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Sure. But at the it's same, pressure. But at the same time, all the... Uh, all the women I've ever met that have money, they're either dicks, they're arrogant, they're ugly. Something's wrong with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. And I'm gonna get hate mail for that, I'm sure of it. Who cares, but who cares? I mean, Be who gonna, you are. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, it's like, it's so rare. Yeah. You know, and it's not that all oh, my girlfriends been poor. No, they all have great jobs right now. They're all doing fabulous. My girlfriend right now, she just uh, graduated um, ultrasound school. Oh, amazing. Nice. You know, and I was so gonna do that. Yeah, it's, really, it's good. Right. And she's yeah. 18 years younger. So I'm thinking, OK, so <laughs> you'll make a lot of money later. You take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beautiful plan. That well planned. <laughs> exactly. Nice work. Nice yeah, work. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen, I want to thank you so much for coming in. This has been uh, really wonderful. And before we go, um, you have a podcast called Chillin' With Ice. Yes. Which you can watch on YouTube and you it's can listen anywhere you get anywhere podcasts. Anywhere you get podcasts. And you have a lot of the uh, ex-gladiators on. What other kind of guests do you have on there? Um, I'm going to have you guys on. Yeah? Oh, we would love I to. I why not. Okay, so we would love to. Here's my thing. It's like people are like, Where, where's your podcast going to go after gladiators? Yep. I love sharing and telling stories. Yeah. And I anybody who's inspirational, um, anybody who motivates, anybody who has a story that's just like, that wants to get out there and tell the world, that's who I want to interview. Talking is fun. I yeah. absolutely, I mean, I, I have a lot of stories. I <laughs> would love this. I mean, we could sit and talk about hormones, hormones and females yeah. and training. And yes. I love all you know that kind of stuff. We, we met because um, there was a woman in Hollywood who was attacked by a homeless man who poured a bucket of diarrhea on her head. What? And that's her. <gasps> We, we had her on as a guest, and then we're like, you have to stay with us forever. So we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Hor- yeah. Oh, my God, I'm having you on. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's where it's kind of like, that's where I want the podcast to go. Yeah. You know, that's everybody's awesome. like, well, you got to have this, like, you got to really narrow it down into the niche. No. I go, right, okay, Mm-mm. right. You're just making, you're overwhelming me so much. Everyone has stories. Yeah. Everybody has a story. Everyone wants to listen to that when it's all, like, the same thing. Yeah. First yeah. of all, fitness yeah. is boring as shit after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I want to hear people's inspirational stories and what happened to them, and that's where my podcast 
podcast is going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just loving every second. Well, you of deserve it. it. I mean, yeah, awesome. thank you for the. Thank uh, you for, for having me on. This was one of the best podcasts. I loved oh, it. Oh, come on now. I love it. Come no, on. I'm, look, you know this. Yeah. I mean, you've watched podcasts, you've listened to them, yeah. you've been on them. I, you know, when somebody's, when it's fun, when it's good. You know, and it's like, Thank I don't you. see any notes in front of you. You, It was just having a conversation, which I loved. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and it's the people who you're podcasting with and they're not listening. They're like, you tell a story and then all of a sudden they go. Yes. And, and so when were you? <laughs> I was like, did you listen to my response? Well, on the flip side, thank you for being so open and, and being yeah, great. You've I been a great guest. Um, people can also go to your website, which is Ice T-shirts, which is I C E T E E shirts.com. You can get a line of you've a line of clothing and shirts. There's like OG gladiator stuff. There's is a, it a that bunch of photos. That, that, yeah, this is one of that. It's fantastic. Yeah. Little one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a bunch of photos and you know, I'm doing like little different things here and there. So thank yeah, you for the awesome. entertainment when I was a kid. It really was a big part of like there's like a three year span of my life when it was WWF and Gladiators with my best friend. And uh, we have so many good memories. So thank, thank you for you. that. The documentary is incredible. Muscles and Mayhem on Netflix. You can follow Lori, uh, TikTok and Instagram, lori.ice.fetrick, um, F-E-T-R-I-C-K. Got it. Um, yeah. Any other websites or anything that we got? Um, but, OnlyFans isn't up yet. No, I'm joking. Are you going to do it? <laughs> no. If you want to make some no, real no, money, no, no, you no, might want to no, think no. about it. Show your Dude, feet. Dude, you know what? Oh, my God. I have perfect feet, too. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, I do. <laughs> I have a perfect butthole, but I'm not ready to show it. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I, I honestly, there's, there's something inside of me, and we actually kind of got into that with Sky, and she's doing an OnlyFans, and we were kind of like, really, you want to go out like that? <laughs> but I don't why know. not? I get you. I hear you, but I don't know. I just, if you have it, use you it. You. If you're comfortable with it. No. I mean, I would, I always talk to my girlfriend and go, do you know how much money we would make? I mean, really, do you know how much money you'd we make? We would be set for life. We have a, we have a mutual that. friend who, um, who just started one and, um, it completely changed her life. Mm-hmm. I mean, completely changed her life. Wait, what is, what does she show, show on it? I think everything. Everything. Yeah. Well, see, there's, the, and I think but that's what levels. happens though. There's levels. It's like, you can do photos, you can do nude photos, but then it goes into, like they want more, yeah. they yeah. want video, they want yeah. to watch you having sex, yeah. they want to do this, they want to do that. Just because they want it doesn't mean you have to do it. <sighs> I just want to do one with my feet, because I have good feet too. Yeah. I want to do one and just, and not. You guys should do a collab, collab. Oh my God. Aries and Leo feet. Yeah. No, oh, we, don't, we, don't, we don't have to show our faces. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, Lori, seriously, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, I want to have you back at some point, but please go watch the documentary, Muscles and Mayhem on Netflix, and uh, it's good to see you again. Thank you for having me on. And uh, Heidi, where can people find the show? Oh, God. Um, on the spot. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Rareform Radio slash um, dot com. <laughs> we do this every week, and she has no idea what we do here. Just look for it everywhere. Just Google but it. But she's really good. You're, you're bombing in front of our guests. Try again. I'm so Come on, try again. Uh, Hi, it's 1994. Thank you very much for the www. First plug in your modem. You have her sweating. I know, I love it. Try again, Heidi. Make sure no one's on the phone. Just know we're not leaving until you. I've been so hot lately that I'm just, I can't even think of anything. What? What just hot flashes. Why isn't it? Why doesn't he make it easier for you? There you go. Because I love this. (laughs) We're not not leaving until you get it. Go ahead. It's. (laughs) 
I thought, I thought you said you gave her a cheat sheet. No, number one fan. Cheat, no, but no. so wait, they can find us on Instagram. They can. Sure. At at Rare Form Radio. And if they want to support the show, where they, oh, do you have a Patreon? I have a Patreon. Oh. Please plug the Patreon. Chilling with ice. Fantastic. Chilling with ice. How many tiers you got on I there? Got, I got four, but really only three. Beautiful. Five ninety nine, nine eighty nine, twenty nine ninety nine. But there's one hundred and fifty if you just want to be nice. And, <laughs> and have you been? I've been blown away by how many people. We have a Patreon as well, which mm-hmm. you can find where Heidi. Patreon, rare form, nope. Patreon slash rare form. Close enough. But I have found that Patreon is my favorite place to interact with our fan base, and um, I, I appreciate the support as I'm sure you do on the Patreon. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it's what, what, nice. what do people get on your Patreon? Nothing. Great. <laughs> You gotta give them. You gotta give them bonus episodes. Oh, I, do. I do. I do. I do. Okay. Um, basically, the front, the first tier is you get episodes on. You get actually a week early episode. Oh, fantastic! So without Ooh. any ads, you get a week early, and then the next tier you get bonus episodes. I always give everybody an autograph photo. Um, Amazing. Oh, I'm The third tier, I give them an um, autograph photo and a T-shirt. And there's so many other, and they can Perks. interact with me, and they can talk to me about fitness and whatever they want to do. Amazing. So, yeah. so please go support uh, Lori with all of her ventures. And again, thanks again for coming Thank in. Thank you. We'll do it again. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio. <laughs>